goosebumps already. The simple fact that we're seeing hip-hop displayed in the NFL halftime show is absolutely amazing. This is a trip back that I think a lot of us needed. What's up, guys? Welcome back. And boy, what a show that was. Let's talk about I don't know about you guys, but that show was absolutely amazing. And it's, I feel like you have to watch it to, yeah, I feel like you have to watch it to really understand it. This show starts off with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Dre coming out of the studio, Snoop's pulling up saying, what up? And they're about to jam out. I think this is absolutely perfect as far as an opening is concerned. Um, who, what no better way, especially with the way that song starts and to have Dre in the studio, daunting, drop. It's like he's in a dream. Like it's really like, well, I mean, it is happening. It's a bit, it's really happening. And um, what better way to open than that way? The intro itself is pretty interesting. You're already seeing Dre coming out of nowhere, but he's representing L.A., Compton. I mean, he's got the in the palm of his hands from all the masterpieces that he's created. I love this. Now, let me talk about really quickly how a lot of people were kind of wondering how this lineup was going to end up. We ended up having Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, my goat, the M- my goat or the goat Eminem, and then we had a special performance, well, special guest appearance um, by fit nobody other than Fifty Cent himself, Curtis Jackson. That was great. Honestly, probably one of the best lineups that I have, quite frankly, ever seen, and I think it was a very important moment for hip hop culture. I just wanted to kind of express a little bit of interest on how they really used the the stage. That whole layout is like an overmap, I believe, of L.A. or Compton. Whenever they brought up California Love, man, it was just, it was just absolutely perfect. You, you know, you're in Cali, a bunch of stuff's been going on lately. Um, and the song itself is really just being about, you know, yourself, but also showing love to everybody else. Um, but also having fun and having a good time and just living life. That's what California love is. Um, I'm really glad that they did this because I thought it was very fitting. Was worried about a couple lines. Dre said they had to change a couple things. Yeah, I re- don't really see it being that big of an issue. I can understand the NFL's point, but come on now. It's all right. It's all good. This generation, we all right. We get it. We understand the meaning behind the lyrics. The the words don't bug us that much anymore. Not as much as they used to. I mean, other generations maybe, but not us. We don't care. How about these transitions that they had in this performance between each song, especially between 50, the breakdowns? But the number one thing I wish they could have stopped was actually being able to see 50 walk out and go up into the rafter to hang. They should have completely blacked out that room there when the music dropped anyways. And for anybody who's hating on 50, y'all need to stop. 50's fine. 
He's buff. He's swole. Just because he ain't cut like young 50 anymore. Like, I call it young 50, 25 cent now. He's all right. He's fine. Leave my boy 50 alone. <laughs> Miss Mary J. Blige absolutely killed it. And I have to say, this portion of the show probably resonated with me the most. Reason being, I felt everything that she put on stage. Dre himself said it gave him goosebumps. I felt it. People were saying, why was Mary J. I'm like, you gotta kind of, you gotta think differently. You gotta just kind of think outside the box here on this. There's a lot of things that Mary herself has done that have been epic and just phenomenal within the hip hop community. And these two songs were were a lot of it. Um, A lot of people really looked out to it. A lot of ladies looked out to it. Uh, Mary J. Blige, she's queen, queen for a reason. Not only does she vocally kill his performance, the energy was there too. Boss on stage, still got it. Like she ain't lost it. Now for Kendrick, I was kind of like, eh. But knowing Kendrick, he's he the torch has been passed down, so I'm completely okay with it. Kendrick was probably one of the more so limited persons out of this with Mad City, from what reports and what interviews have said, from what Dre has said as well. Um, they kind of really had to adjust some of his stuff. I do like the Mad City introduction. I like We Gonna Be Alright, but for some reason, like, I really wish all the stars would have been done. But the thing about it is, this whole performance is about, basically about Dre and what he's done. How epic Dre's um, career has been. So these productions are, are productions of Dre's. So we have to keep that in mind. But I still think it worked out either way. The transition of the stomping into the next portion, I think, was perfect. It gave it a different dynamic, and it allowed them to really kind of work with things. The patterns that they had with the dancers themselves, forming the shapes around on the map itself, forming the letters, forming the different symbols in regards to that, in regards to Dre and Dre Day. It was very interesting. And then, the, and then the breakdown from Kendrick to Eminem, that was cool. And, of course, whenever Eminem comes out, everybody loses it. I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen, and it was perfect. The only thing I wish is they would have possibly not have slowed down, forgot about Dre, just ended that on a drop so that when that burnt the guitar hits, that drop and that guitar at the same time, and it's just like you just get dropped into that song, and it's this big, impactful moment. But other than that, the arrangement's freaking perfect. I'm not trying to tell Dre what to do. Lose Yourself, I feel, was the perfect song for Eminem to do here. Just because, one, it's football-based. Number two, it's got that energy. It's got that grit. It's got that perfectly Super Bowl-fitting, I'm-getting-mine kind of feeling that was perfect for this setup. I personally didn't know Dre produced this. I'm glad I know now because it's absolutely phenomenal. Maybe one of his greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Arguably, it's... I I can't say that because he's got too many that I like. Stan, Lose Yourself. I mean, the list goes on. It's absolutely just amazing that they were able to throw Eminem into this and him just to come in and just bang out. It's it's it was just absolutely epic. One of my favorite parts of the show was Dre's tribute to Tupac. Now this seemed to cause a little bit of controversy. I mean it's completely understandable, but Eminem paid a tribute in 
in respect to Pac while Dre was playing the piano. The riff of I Ain't Mad At You. Dun, 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 dun. So on and so forth. And it's a tribute to him. It's because Tupac was such a major key of Dre's career, such a friend of all of theirs, that it was only right. I really wish that we would have had him pop up within the hologram that came up behind Dre as they went back down. I really, I really, really, like, emotionally wish Tupac would have been there. It would have been absolutely phenomenal. The show itself is great either way, but if Pac would have been there, it would have been freaking perfect. When they decided to end it with Still Dre, that's definitely the way to do it. It's great. Like, that's the way you want to do it. It's funky, it's groovy, and they go and, groove, and then they go groove to it. And it's also iconic, but it's also him closing the st- iconic. It's also him closing the show with his stamp saying, I'm still Dre. I've been, in, I've been in the game for 30 years doing this. It's still DRE, and I can still go. I can still move, I can still groove, and I can still do my thing. Overall, this is one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen, period. The only issue I have is this, those ones that I mentioned, um, just a couple transitions I could have felt a little, been a little bit more impactful. I hear, I kind of see, I think I see why they did it, um, but might have been a little more suspenseful as far as Super Bowl is concerned. But having Tupac as a hologram would have been it. Really, really, really having fun with the overall the cars. I wanted the cars to do something. I wanted them to do that. But that's really about it. This show is absolutely phenomenal. Dancers, I, from what I heard, have all been volunteer, uh, volunteers. Um, nobody was paid for the show. Dre took care of it and funded it with his, with his own money. It was for the culture. It was for the fans. And I think, and that's the number one thing I, I hope that people take away from this performance is that this show was literally formed and performed with the culture in mind. I can't say that or stress it enough that this show was literally formed with the culture in mind for the fans. Those people on that stage, they went through quite a lot. A lot of people could say that they aren't supposed to be in that position. Look at them now. Come full circle, Snoop Dogg just bought Death Row Records. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I kind of get an emotional thing about it because you got people succeeding. You have artists being able to share themselves, but also be comfortable enough to share themselves and not have to worry about anything. Artists are different people. They don't think like, I guess you would say normal people do. Um, Emotional, we're everywhere, off the wall, like it's weird. And for them to be able to do that, go through what they've done and fight the battles that they have and still come out on top at the Super Bowl in L.A., Especially for Snoop and Dre, Kendrick. I mean, that's their town. That's amazing. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. If I were to put these in a category, it's up there, guys. This is going to be considered one of my favorites of all time. Number one for me, it's still Prince. Number two, MJ. Number three, kind of a close running between this and Timberlakes. And then number four, I have Lady Gaga on there. She did a phenomenal job. She's an amazing performer. So many different elements within that. So many jaw-dropping elements within that. She's getting her credit. She's definitely in the in the talks of that as far as one of the greatest Super Bowl Super Bowl performances of all time. I want to know what you guys thought of the show. Feel free to leave your comments in the comment section below. I think it was an amazing show. I'm really looking forward to what this does for hip-hop within the NFL from here on out. 
Dre was right. It's chanted on chants. It's influenced a lot of chants that they do as far as like team workouts and stuff are concerned. Hip hop is a lot of sport culture, and it's it was nice to kind of see that displayed and I guess you would say appreciated. So there we have it, folks. Super Bowl Fifty Six, quite possibly the best halftime show ever. You still got it? Don't worry. He's looking down. He knows. He knows what's up. Anyways, Super Bowl 56, in the books, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent. That's one heck of a lineup, guys. Go back and watch it again, and again, and again, and then watch it again. One of the greatest performances of all time. Fix the sound up in the Raptors, though. Seriously, fix it. You're in a billion-dollar stadium, but you can't figure that out. You can't figure out acoustics. I'm no genius, but I've seen it done in places that are kind of that size. Y'all could have done better. Everybody on the first floor heard y'all. Nobody upstairs. Anyway, peace.